Today we talk with Anthony Pacenti, the longest-serving Oneida County executive in county history, about the importance of creating a vision and strategic plan for success, and how partnering with nonprofits such as the ARC Oneida Lewis is of benefit to the entire community. Welcome, Anthony, to ARC Waves. Thank you so much for being with us today. Well, it's great to be here. It's, it's great to be out and about a little bit and uh, really, you know, to be able to see you again and see the great work that's being done here at the ARC. So I'm really, really pleased and, and uh, always proud to see what, what what goes on here. So It is nice to see people face to face. It is. It's been a long time. It's it been has. a long time. It seems it's it's. It seems strange, you know, the, that uh, as we start opening up again, that we are, you know, I mean, reconnecting and, and you know, I haven't seen you in how long. And, yes. and you start thinking and it's two years, and, mm-hmm. you know, for some, for some of us, obviously, right. but, right. you know, no. but, but that's, uh, that's a long time. I always feel like a, it's like been 10 years because the time just got so odd, you know, with, with all the, so many changes and things really, um, were were struggle you know for for they, they a community were, and, yeah. and still are for you know for many people we got to keep that in mind but uh the the point of uh, that uh, we're still we're still doing good things and and going strong and and places like the ark and and others are still you know successful and and still providing services and never stopped that's yeah. right. that's, that's important right. that was that was the the most important piece of all of this. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's important, too, to, you know, to that time stopping. It's almost like we have this pre-COVID and post-COVID mentality, but you're right. Work still had to be done, and good work was still mm-hmm. being done. Um, I was impressed, I shared earlier, to recently learn that the county never shut down any of its offices. Never. And the services continued to be provided. And to me, that really speaks to your leadership. Well, I, I mean, we have, we have great, uh, great workforce, uh, great department heads. Uh, you know, it was... Yeah, like any emergency, all hands on deck, and and it really you know continued, and uh, you know we didn't close, and and for a long time we were operating, and and you know we're we're obviously a seven day, you know, just like you are, right? And, sure, twenty four seven, twenty four seven. We don't stop, but right. but in terms of our offices and services, that the seven day, you know, in in areas where we weren't seven day before became seven day mm-hmm. throughout yep. the pandemic. So that you know that was. And that was important that people knew that we were, we were open and, and there to serve. Right. We appreciate that. I'm actually going to sort of um, reverse a little bit. All right. Um, sure. You know, most people know who you are in our community as our mm-hmm. uh, United County Executive. Um, I thought though we could start with share, uh, with you sharing with our listeners your background and how that made you such a successful county executive. Well, thank you. I mean, uh, yeah, my background is it, I I have spent my entire career and and, and working career in in government. And yeah, it really started, uh, you know, I mean, kind of a little different because I thought, you know, when I, you know, I left after high school, going to college, really wanted to go into law enforcement. That Mm -hmm. was, that was kind of an interesting thing. I I thought I was going to be a a police officer or something, you know, Mm -hmm. in that regard. And I went to school and, uh, and then, you know, started, uh, you know, with a summer job at the county and then, you know, really, you know, helping out kids. It was a counselor job in the summer summer program, uh, which still exists today, actually, right. you know, some 40, 40 wow, years later. Wow, that's awesome. Some 40 years later. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it really propelled me into into the, the human service, but also the public service side, you know, away from, you know, and while I still have, a, you know, a, 
guess a you know inside love for criminal justice because sure. that's what I ended up with my degree in and uh, and uh, you know and I just you know ventured into the realm of uh, government service and you know from there you know started out as a social welfare examiner mm-hmm. I mean which was you know really eye opening and, mm-hmm. and but also gave me you know the sense of of uh, what you know what people needed and mm-hmm. what was out there and from there. I, you know, ventured into a couple other different areas. Uh, I was, uh, I ran and uh, was coordinator of Stop DWI program for a number of years. And then, um, you know, moved up into uh, the administration as chief of staff for uh, county executive at the time, uh, Ray Meyer, who was county mm-hmm. executive. And then, and then I, you know, did that for a number of years and then ventured over to state government for a number of years. And, and never in that time thought that I would, run for office because mm. I was always mm-hmm. I always liked being kind of behind, behind the scenes, the, scenes, the mm-hmm. number you know the number two number three or number mm-hmm. four or whatever number mm-hmm. you sure. want to put it in <laughs> you know and just enjoyed enjoyed the the inner workings of all that but then you know so you know with all that working I, I think working with so many different elected officials mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. you know my time with uh, in the county executive's office with uh, with first Jack Plumley and then Ray Meyer and then I went to work for uh, Governor Pataki and did that uh, for um, about 12 years in different areas, Department of Labor, you know, working on workforce development and, and, and uh, disability issues in that, in that department, mm-hmm. and then over to economic development. And then you know, the county executive's seat was open hmm. uh, when, uh, when Joe Griffo left to become mm-hmm. state senator. And mm-hmm. I just said, you know, I think I could do this. Right. <laughs> I think I'd like to do this, and right. I think I can add a whole new, you know, and different aspect to it, you know, as not being, no no offense to anybody else, as right. not being an elected official right. or someone who came from, you know, was just running in different offices. Building up and, office to office. Yeah, and understanding, you know, understanding that, uh, you know, and having having worked in so many different areas, I think was really what, and, and that's what this job is about because this job, you know, what, like yours, Karen, mm-hmm. is not the same every day right. or every minute of every day. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing I, I love the most about it. And, and that's what kind of propelled me into this elected oh. elected office. So One of the things that I, I, I've heard um, quite frequently and from whether they're CEOs who've been around and in the position for a while or community leaders or um, leaders like yourself is those early sort of entry-level positions that they get early on in their career make such an impact for on them in terms of how they want to uh, make sure that people are provided the services or supports they need, or it's just never forgotten. It's, it becomes this very sort of rooted um, value system that as you progress in your career, you want to make sure that people are um, taken care of, that you remember the experiences of the interactions you've had with the, the people in the community. Um, do you think that that's, that was true for you? There was no question. And, and uh, you know, I came from a working class family. I mm-hmm. mean, my, my mom was a, a, a seamstress who worked uh, locally in, in, in one of the, one of the places here for a number of years. I mean, before, you know, went back to work uh, after raising three, right about, you know, raising three children. Mm-hmm. My dad had worked in construction as a, uh, you know, and drove truck and, and worked uh, for the city and, and mm. other other places. So while, you know, we, we were, you know, we were, you know, at the time when middle class was a lot different. I mean, we sure. weren't wealthy by any stretch of the imagination. And my parents worked very hard in, in doing that. So the work ethic was a piece. 
but but still then when i went to you know and we weren't you know we weren't wealthy we we had a we, we all worked and and uh, had to had to you know went through our various struggles and and yet when i went to the county and saw the the difference in what uh, you know what everybody else needed mm-hmm. that really opened my eyes i mm-hmm. think you know being a welfare examiner and doing mm-hmm. doing home visits and doing those things and seeing what was really out there in in this community uh you know really you know made the difference of yep. you know uh, of of trying to make a difference right. I guess, yeah. in, in that's that right. regard so that's an incredible it, experience yeah, so humbling too you almost wish all of our children could have that experience of seeing what how lucky and fortunate they are and how they can give back because really at the end of the day you're giving back to your community mm-hmm. it, it is and uh, you know every day it is different and you know i mean and you know what is the most gratifying is that you know that you're helping someone mm-hmm. every day and 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 those are things that don't show up, you know, at, right. at, and, you know, at least in the, in, and I'm not, not saying from, from the media or in the, in the limelight point of view, it's, it's, you know, those are the most gratifying, the sure. ones that, the things that we can do, you know, as a county government, but, you know, in particular in my office or in the offices we deal with. And I stress with my, you know, with my people all the time, you know, and, and, you know, they could tell you it's, you know, I mean, this is what we do. This is what we're here for. Mm-hmm. You know, this is it's about it's about serving and it's about, you know, uh, you know, providing for not you know, the less fortunate, the people that don't have anybody to advocate for yep. them. I right. mean, as you know, and, right. and and that's that's our role. Right. Um, I was just thinking about creating vision mm-hmm. and Vision Twenty Twenty, and um, certainly for us, there's a tremendous pride in our communities and the achievements that we have, particularly. Um, made under your leadership. How has this contributed to creating a vision such as Vision 2020 and the ability to garner support from a variety of sectors and leaders in the community? Can can I add one thing to that question too? Because we do have a pretty wide listenership outside of the county, can Mm -hmm. you explain a little bit too of what Vision 2020 is? So, you know, in my early years as as county executive and, and really, you know, trying to build, you know, what, you know, what I wanted to see the county look like and what i wanted also more importantly and and again without you know, casting any any uh, differences of uh, you know on predecessors or anything like that i had a vision you know and then the vision on anything you can you can't you can't just go in you know with blinders on and say well you know uh, i'll i'll catch things as they come right right, right? Yep. i mean you Absolutely. know the, you know this and, and leaders know this and, and ceos know this so it's like what do i want you know and 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 one of the things i i said from the very first day I walked in you know, to the county exec's office, to the departments is, you know, I mean, uh, you know, we, we have to be more relevant in mm-hmm. every aspect of mm-hmm. people's mm-hmm. lives. And that went from, you know, the services that we provide, the needs, you know, the, uh, the uh, accessibility, uh, the ability to, you know, connect, but also the ability to make an impact in the community. In other mm-hmm. words, it's not just about, I mean, while we are a, government service provider we also have to be an advocate not a cheerleader i mean and, and i don't mean to to to, yeah. to diminish cheerleading right <laughs> i mean but we have to lead you know right. I mean, we can cheer we got to lead first right. sure and so you know when we started looking at over the first few years and then building the economy that i had hoped to that, that we would accomplish mm-hmm. in terms of growth and you know we set our sights you know and and 2020 because 
it was 2020. Yeah. And so it was kind of the vision thing too. Right. Sure. 2020. Right. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know, and, 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 and so it fit in with, you know, what's our, you know, let's make sure our vision is clear in, in the 2020 sense, but let's look ahead. So mm-hmm. we started that in I think around 2012, 2013 to say, you know, let's really put together the plan of growth for this community in terms of areas that we were focusing on, you know, whether it be the healthcare aspect, but also on the technology aspect, but also on job growth and, and, you know, try to, you know, boost, you know, the, the population and, and workforce in all different areas. And I envisioned it as a, a use the example to the team as to say, so there's right now out there's 5,000 people at the, through exit barging to get in what do we do with them right you know where do we find work for them where do mm-hmm. we find work training for them where do we find housing for them where do we find connectivity for them mm-hmm. so that was what you know the broad sense of vision 2020 was at that time mm-hmm. it was let's let's attack you know a couple areas that that I felt and and the partners around us felt that were lagging in terms of education and training in terms of housing and in terms of accessibility you know for you know for every group Mm -hmm. that you know felt that they were being diminished so we put those three groups together or or teams and 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 committees together subcommittees of vision 2020 Mm -hmm. and started targeting on on education and training and internships and and expanding that cap you know the capabilities and capacities we started looking at the housing needs of our, of our community right. and work with the developers and, and others to say, this is what we need differently than what we have. And, you know, in terms of all these different points and, and what, and then on the accessibility, what, you know, what people that were felt they were being you know locked out of, of job opportunities because of training or because of, you know, different, uh, you know, different areas of, uh, of neglect or just, uh, you know, disregard in, in terms of, you know, areas that, you know, wasn't, wasn't being connected. So, and then with each of those, you know, we enacted some uh, game plan of mm-hmm. let's, you know, let's take it one at a time. What, you know, what are, what do our numbers look like? And, you know, more importantly, it's like, you know, you know, what, what else do we need, but send the message that, we're doing all these things right and and really though none of that works if you don't draw people in from every sector and every mm-hmm. i mean that wasn't something that was just going to be done you know recognizing right. the county couldn't i mean it wasn't on just my end it was not for profits it was mm-hmm. educational institutions mm-hmm. it was financial institutions and businesses and and really and creating cons- a net con- over the entire right, county and, and contractors and and builders and uh, you know investors and and just a wide range and and really people came together like I was I was I don't want to say shocked because I know this community I love it and, mm-hmm. and it's it's why you know we're all here and uh, it really started to build you know that that you know that plan or that you know that vision mm-hmm. <laughs> back to it that we hope for and and consequently things started moving mm-hmm. right more housing got built right uh, because we were able to put in and, and, and part of the role was what do we need to do as as government and as you know, but as business also and as you know as you know getting all the you know the lenders and the banks and others involved mm-hmm. to you know make it easier so that you could build the housing that we needed 
you know, without all of the, you know, right. the red tape and regulations that were bogging everybody down, that we were expanding internships into businesses mm -hmm. that had never used them before. I love that part of that, too. And, yep. and we went from, I think, in the first year when we looked at the number of internships in the county that were being done before Vision 2020, it was literally in the hundreds. Mm -hmm. And we expanded it over time to a thousand. And, you know, and, and really showcasing because there was there was a lack I felt also of, and I, you know, I talk about this, uh, this community all the time. We have great businesses. We have great places to work like Absolutely. here and like mm -hmm. others that, you know, that, mm -hmm. you know, that people don't know about. Why aren't we showcasing our workforce right. and, and moving our young people and you know, the other thing is internships are not just for young people. I mean, they're, mm -hmm. they're older people back into the work world mm -hmm. or changing or the underemployed. or That's a really wanna, nice way to think wanna, about ever it. want to think about it. So let's expand that. And those were, the, those were the ways that it moved. You know, I love the concept of creating a strategic plan that's so long range like you did. Because to me, when you have all those parties come together and are invested behind that unified vision, you are going to hit bumps in the road when you're implementing these plans mm -hmm. or saying let's try this this might be the way to approach this but you're able to withstand those bumps and you're able to keep moving forward because you have that vision because you have that target date and I think that's such a huge takeaway for people listening who are maybe trying to lead their own organization well, and in terms of attraction too it, it helped in and that that's those are great points it, it helped in terms of look at wolf speed up at yes. up in Marcy you know one when in the early days and and you know those things don't just happen obviously you know they don't just turn around and 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 say, you know, I mean, today is, you know, Friday on a Monday. Yeah, we're going to build here. We're right. good. I mean, it's months and months and sometimes years right. of, uh, you know, whether you use the term negotiation or planning because, mm -hmm. you know, you're in competition with other areas. Right. So you have to show your uniqueness of, of what Maybe we're doing. Maybe courting. You're court oh, you're doing a lot of courting. Yeah, yeah I mean, big, big time courting or, or, or other terms you can use. But, um, and so, you know, when you, when you have... You know, other pieces, look, you know, one of the other things that, you know, having done economic development for a number of years, you know, this is you know, one of the phrases we always use. Everybody has land. Mm -hmm. Everybody has land. I mean, there's land all over this country and certainly all over the state. So if you want to build or you want to build or whoever does, you can build. You got land. You got mm -hmm. water. You got resources or whatever. You got to have people. Right. Right. And you got to have the connection <laughs> to people. And so that was one of the things when... Wolf Speed was, you know, I mean, which, you know, everybody has the land and there's incentives and all that other pieces. But it, it, again, at the end of the day, it's can we fill these jobs with the people that, you know, are going to, you know, are going right. to work here at, you know, for the long term. And that's what took place as an example, as one example. Yeah, just, just one, one example. Just one. Because Rome's on fire, too. They are. Yep. You know, and, and the, the businesses there, the technology corridor you know, that we've established there and, and uh, you know, not just at Griffiths, but throughout and the housing that goes along with it. Yes. So again, there's the other piece. So all of those things, you know, kind of have fallen into place. Fantastic. Job. One of the things that I very much appreciate um, from your leadership is recognizing that there's a whole nonprofit sector here mm -hmm. that's also contributes to the economy and is an economic driver. So, and not a lot of people know um, about us at the Arcanine Lewis is that we support about 1,400 people mm -hmm. with developmental disabilities. We have a staff of about 700 people. And we are the seventh largest employer in the Mohawk Valley region that came out from the CNY business yeah. um, study. So 
I'm curious though, where do you see the nonprofit role in contributing and continuing to contribute to the economic growth um, over the next few years? Well, first of all, you know, in terms of the economic, in terms of just overall services and, and, and you know, and, and providing, you know, what is necessary. I mean, you know, that is not something that, you know, that, you know, while government has some of the answers, but, you know, the day to day, I mean, the, and, and the 24 seven capability of, you know, of, of the ARC and, and, and others is, is so essential. So it is about, you know, and I think, you know, that, you know, those workforce numbers, sometimes that does get lost. And I think, you know, for, yeah, right. for, for all of us to keep saying that and talk about that, you know, it's, it's really an important aspect in the economy. I mean, take a, take away your, your overall investments, if, mm-hmm. if you will, in, in terms of structures and, and houses and, and that, mm-hmm. and talk about the economic, economic impact of what those, what that workforce means mm-hmm. and what would it be if it wasn't there? Right. right. And more importantly, what would it be if it wasn't a part of the service providing that obviously is, is the mission and, you know, the most, the most important part of that. Right. So, you know, I mean, I, I've, you know, you know, I've always, you know, been served on different boards before I was County Executive and, and, you know, it was about that because, you know, and I've seen firsthand what, what would it look like again? The same thing. What would it look like if we didn't have, you know, certain aspects of, of sure. a quality of life? What would it look like if we didn't have these agencies and mm-hmm. such as yours that provide these services? But mm-hmm. also, you know, you know the workforce, and and mm-hmm. it's not just you know. I mean, sometimes we all get lost in the human service side of mm-hmm. it. it. It's much more broader than that, right. right? And and that's where, you know, the you know that's where you know we need to talk about those numbers more than we have. You know, and more about the economic impact in general. I mean, and obviously, you know, I don't want you know we never want to lose. I'll, I'll repeat it again: if you know, face of the mission mm-hmm. of why you're why you do what you do. I think right. sometimes it gets lost it because um, people hear Medicaid, right, funded agencies, mm-hmm. and they think taxpayer dollars. Well, how mm-hmm. is that really being used? But the other side to that is. How are we supporting businesses through our support employment mm-hmm. um, um, employment solutions team that provides opportunities for people we support disabilities who want to work in the community and the hundreds of businesses that they're supporting in the mm-hmm. county mm-hmm. or how you know there may be a large business such as uh, Matt's brewery right. and how we provide um, opportunities for jobs um, on the the packaging and assembling team over at Marcy so I think there's so much that we add that people you know, forget how so how much of a driver we are. Yes. Well, yeah. and I always and I you know I've spoken at you know your, I mean your uh, uh, college uh, college works yes college works mm-hmm. uh, numerous times and you know and I and, and different times I've always said you know I mean, also in terms of and I and I, although I used it a little while ago I, I've always had trouble with the word disability mm-hmm. because you know while a disability in 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 one aspect of your person doesn't mean that it's complete right Right. that's right you know and and that gets lost too about what you know i mean the 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 number of people that we and you serve and Mm -hmm. that you know collectively are served but are working right contributing that's right Mm -hmm. and can you know you know be such you know a a big part which you know 50 years ago obviously long before 50 or 60 years ago wasn't the case right right but but today is is expanding even more but it's because of what you do every day and that you know that is so essential and so important and that's why i always have trouble about saying you know 
persons with disabilities. Right. It's like they have great abilities. They're, and we have to, yeah, it's it's so about much pulling more. out that ability that they can do yeah. it's re- that, that we really need to I do. I think it's really diverse abilities. Well, that's, diverse a, that's a good that's one. Nice. You know, I, yeah, think, that's good. I think that's, yeah, I like you know, that. we have so many. Mm-hmm. Each of us really have many different abilities and diverse abilities, but definitely for the folks that we support, they're their um, talents and abilities are just tremendous. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, this, you know, and over time that, you know, and for, you know, dealing with this, you know, also in my career and, you know, prior, prior work, you know, the, the Americans with Disabilities Act mm-hmm. and the Americans mm-hmm. with Disabilities and, and, you know, for those that, you know, that don't see inside, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 you know, house, what takes place or inside right. the business, what takes place, you know, the stereotypical, pieces well they're doing this for for you know for people who can't do anything that's not the case at all right that's correct right that's absolutely right that shouldn't be the that's absolutely right that's absolutely right when i first started with the arc almost two years ago um i work in the business enterprises division among some of the other hats i wear and i got to work alongside some of the people we support in some of the different jobs that we Mm -hmm. do in the different job centers and the only word i can come up with is so humbled because they were able to do things that I couldn't do, very finite, repetitive tasks that I just wasn't suited for. I didn't have that ability. That was my disability. They were able to do these jobs, and what was even more humbling about the whole experience was how joyful they were when they were at work, how happy they were to have the right to earn a paycheck, and that we created those opportunities for them. To me, that's something that's just so invaluable. But but we all have that, and that's something that, you know, I mean, we all, there's, yeah. there's, there's, there's Definitely something I can't do that you can, and right. vice versa. And <laughs> right. It's like, so why are and we, that's why we. And why are we? You know. So why right. is that different than what you exactly know, what we're doing exactly as I, a whole? I think you you saw at our Chef's Express oh, bakery yes. opening yeah, how incredibly um, amazing it is to have um, our you know here we have this local business right here on Genesee Street um, providing job opportunities for people we support. Um, the community who comes in and and uh, you know connects with with our, our our people down there and it's just such a wonderful experience I think not only for the community but certainly for the people we support there um, their families are, are thrilled to have it um, and you know it's just for us it's just we love that we and it's a change from where nonprofits maybe used to do their business 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. We have to look at how can we expand and really keep moving into the community and more community integration than we ever have before because it's the right thing to do. Right. But I think, you know, that just highlights, you know, the whole diversibility, am I saying? Yes, that's right. I mean, (laughs) it just highlights, you know, the, you know, the great talents that that, Mm -hmm. that people have that, look, I, I like to cook. Yeah. I can't bake to save my life. I have never <laughs> baked anything in my life. So, I mean, I can't even. Me neither. Yeah, I mean, I don't even want to attempt the. I mean, we'll teach other friends. Yeah, yeah I'm sure they will. Yeah, I'm you sure can do an internship with us, I mean, Tony. I, 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 yeah, I, I never baked. <laughs> I just can't. But, um, but, you know, I think, you know, that's what, you know, that's what, you know, when, when I see these things, when I, you know, been at your place and, and through and, and other, other, you know, other venues of, of, of that, it's like, you know, to look at, you know, you mentioned the intricacy of the work uh, yes. that gets done. It's, you know, everybody has talent. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Everybody does, you know, somewhere. We just got two more quick questions before we um, end with the lightning round questions, oh, which is Heather's you know, favorite oh, okay, part. Okay. Um, during your tenure, what have you been most proud of and what else would you like to see happen for Oneida County? 
I always, I always say, and, I, and I've been saying this for the last 15 years, that it's kind of boring because everybody will look at it and think that way. But, it, you know, in, in, in terms of, you know, I mean, my, my you know, and while I don't and never had the, the strong financial background, I think, you know, just the stabilization of the county and, and being able to react in good times and bad, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of, of that, you know, those finances, to be able to put the county in the, you know, when I when I came in, it wasn't in such good financial stead, you know, credit rating wise, uh, f- you know, fund balance, you know, overall op- uh, operational, uh, you know, uh, accessibility for, you know, for projects, for emergencies, mm-hmm. for, you know, normal course of business. I, you know, I'm, I'm proud that we've, you know, balanced every budget, Wow. multiple mm-hmm. surpluses, you know, nine consecutive budgets without a tax increase. Wow. You know, I, I think that, you know, and that goes back to the, you know, the economic piece of, you know, we don't create jobs, you know, we, I mean, government does not do that. You do that mm-hmm. in your, in your line of, in your mm-hmm. business, you know, for what you do every day and, and what you provide, you know, our, our role is to provide the environment. And, mm-hmm. and if that environment doesn't work, then you can do what you, you need to do or, or other businesses. So, you know, I, 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 the financial end really is, is, is it has to be the highlight because otherwise mm-hmm. nothing else is possible. That's right. I love that. Provide, the government's role is to provide the environment. Yeah, Success. it is. That's and, a and, really you know, beautiful. They'll never let it, you know, and I, you know, I mean, and, uh, you know, I mean, you'll never hear me say up and, I, you know, I created, you know, 600 jobs. I right. didn't create the jobs. Yeah. Businesses create That's jobs. That's awesome. We, you know, the only thing we could do is make, make, you know, the aspect of living here, of, of being here and providing enough services that people want to create those jobs, want to live here, right. want to continue to stay here. That's our role. Right. That's beautiful sentiment. So. You talked, um, I, I know you've, you've um, been to the Leadership Malk Valley and mm-hmm. you've spoken there and I know you've, you've done a number of different um, speaking engagements related to uh, younger generation or the up and coming leaders. What advice would you give the next generation for keeping the county growing and moving in a positive direction? Well, I, I guess yeah, I would. You know, my my best piece of advice is uh, you know is uh, don't let anybody tell you or don't don't uh, don't get hung up in you know and we've all heard the phrase you know we we've never done it that way before mm, or that'll right. never or that'll never work here. Right. <laughs> That's a yeah. favorite around. You know, and, yeah. and, and yeah. you know, if, if you too. know, I mean, uh, you know, I, I try to encourage, you know, with, with my staff, I mean, we've, I mean, we've done some, you know, I don't want to say crazy things, but we've done some bold things mm-hmm. that, you know, some didn't work. Right. You know, That's right. but you know what, uh, you know, and, and don't be afraid to fail. Right. right. I guess, you know, I, I have, you know, I, there, there were times mm-hmm. and then I can point to, and, and, you know, my 15 years as county executive that, you know, I mean, things that I had, had pushed forward or had hoped to didn't work, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, but, you know, I mean, the next day I got up and I just went back at it. And I think that's the message too, and especially with, with young people coming up, be bold, be creative. Mm-hmm. Don't let anybody tell you it, it you know, can't be done here. And, you know, and, and, and really, you know, I'm, you know, then if it doesn't, you pick it up and you try it, you try it in a different way and move forward. But right. I think that, you know, I, I think, you know, don't think of this and that if it's about, if you're asking about this area in particular mm-hmm. or this community, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you know, don't treat it like it's, it's, you know, don't treat it like it's a, it's a community that can't react or is, is too small to have anything right. else. Treat it like any, treat it like it, it is the biggest and best 
because that's how you get things done too. I think there's so much you can learn um, in failure. And I think sometimes we forget about that, right? We get so bogged down with, oh, it didn't work, didn't work. And, but really, it's such a, a way to, to learn, okay, well, what can we do differently? And what did we learn from this that can make us stronger in the end? I think we, we are always doing that. I mean, it's, it's in this agency and you know, trying to say, okay, well, maybe that piece didn't work. Or right. you know, how can we do this differently? And you know, I, I, I think that's the excitement. And it that's is. the it, leadership yeah. is. And you know? it's also about standing up for something. You know, believe, right. in, believe in what you're doing, mm-hmm. too. I mean, and, and stand up. And you know, and I, I said that in different times on failure. It's like, I mean, not sometimes, but all the time. You get, I mean, you got to stand up for what you believe in, and you got to take a stand, and 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 hold your ground. I mean, the, the best you can, but all, but also, you know, not, you know, not look, you know. I mean, yeah, I think someone said this one time to me, and I know it's been used. I mean, you know, I mean, when you drive a car, you're looking ahead. You know, mm, what I yes. mean, you know, mm-hmm. when you look in the mirror, that's where you've been. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to look mm-hmm. at where we're going, and right. and so. Um, you know, the, uh, you know, the point of, you know, failure or whatever, and, you know, I mean, but, you know, also, you know, being able to, uh, to move forward without, without reservation. Right. You know. Failure sometimes feels so visible to others, right? It, it's, the successes are not always as highlighted. And I think that that's okay. We have to kind of be comfortable in that in that role of saying, well, you know what, I did, you know, I did take a shot, yeah, and, and I, it didn't and quite I make tell, it. I tell staff all the time, I mean, you know, we're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. We all are. I make them. We all make them. I mean, you know, we don't dwell on them. Mm-hmm. We right. Don't make the same one again. <laughs> I mean, that's the goal. Well, maybe one more that's time. Sometimes. Well, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you know, we don't. But we don't dwell on them. But you know, I mean, we. You know, and again, it goes back to, you know, let's let's fix the problem, not the blame, and let's sure. you know, let's right. let's go from there. I, mean, so. I think those are good words to live by. That's uh, that's, that's the good. end of that's our good. main questions. Um, and questions. now Heather gets to take over for the the lightning round. The lightning round questions are kind of a fun little segment we like to do with each guest, and they're just uh, more simpler, quick questions um, that I think any guest can relate to. Mm-hmm. So uh, the first one I'd like to ask you is, what leader has most inspired you and why? When you say that, let me ask you before I yeah. You know, okay, you can it qualify the question. Yeah, quali- I mean, what leader in just in, in life or in, in well, everything or whatever. You know, I think... Um, for me, leaders are typically the ones who don't call themselves sure. leaders, sure. right? And sure. and uh, to your point before coming up, you weren't looking for a political career. Mm-hmm. You worked behind the mm-hmm. scenes. You were the number two, number three, number four guy. Um, yet you became a leader because of the actions you took, because of all the things you shared with us and how you stand up for what you believe in and aren't afraid to you know make a mistake. So I would say it doesn't necessarily have to be you know, the, the president or yeah, the, no, or the know, basketball yeah, coach sure, that you most love, sure. but uh, someone whose style really embodies what you uh, think is important as a leader. Well, I, I'm somewhat of a history guy. Everybody oh, you're speaking you. my and language. I, and I, I read a lot. I mean, I read a ton of, ton of different things and, uh, you know, and, and really have focused a lot on, you know, the World War II area, okay. era, era, excuse me, just because, I know it was because my dad and, you know, fought in there and, and oh, just wow. that was their generation or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I always looked at those, you know, at, at those times, mm-hmm. and, you know, just because of how significant it was in, in, mm-hmm. in, in the history. You know, and then from my, you know, so from my government perspective or, mm-hmm. or, or leadership piece, you know, it was, you know, maybe like, you know, people like FDR, like mm-hmm. Dwight Eisenhower sure. mm-hmm. and others who were in a time and in, in, in the term, 
you know, there's a book uh, that was, uh, you know, by uh, Doris Kearns Goodwin, um, you know, yeah. about the Roosevelt's, but about, it's more about World War II in particular and, and the struggles of, of this society and, and the country at that time called No Ordinary Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I use that, you know, I use that line when we talked about the pandemic at the very mm-hmm. beginning. I said, this is no, you know, we're, right. we're, you know, we hadn't seen that, you know, in our, in, in my lifetime anyway to, you know, I mean, we've had conflicts and certainly you know whether it was vietnam or whether it was iraq or other things but there was nothing that impacted a a nation like that but even you know throughout my time i mean i i looked at those at at those leaders at that time of of being that creative embodiment that Mm -hmm. they did Mm -hmm. uh, to say that you know i mean well why can't we do it this way and there's got to be a way to do this. Right, right. You know, and there's got to be a way to help people. You know, if everybody says, well, you can't do it this way. Well, there's got to be another way. So I think that that, you know, I mean, I, I look at that era in terms of that. And, you know, I, I really do look at my parents as as, as, as the leaders of, of what, you know, I, I mentioned this in my last state of the county. I mean, they grew up, you know, in the Depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, you know, um, you know, went through a, a world war in which my father served. My mother was, you know, obviously, you know, before, I mean, they, they before they were in their, in their twenties mm-hmm. wow. and you know, I look at that generation and, and I looked at what they went through and, and the interesting thing I said was they never said a word about it. It was never, it was never, I mean, when I say never said a word about it, they never complained about it. Mm-hmm. They never wore that on their sleeve to say that, Oh, we had to go through this. We had to right. go through that. Right. They just did. Right. And I think that that, you know, is the other inspiration, I, I think, when I do something. Such a message of perseverance. But probably a longer answer than you no, wanted I for the lightning round. No, are you I kidding mean, me? I think listen to you talk all day. I mean, I'm uh, yeah. so fascinating. It's uh, a wonderful answer. Well, the next question, which maybe will be uh, a foregone conclusion, because you just mentioned how much you enjoy reading, <laughs> but uh, what is your favorite hobby or yeah, pastime? Yeah, you know, I mean, that, that's what everybody says. If You know, what are you going to do? Because I'm not, you know, I, I <laughs> putter around. I mean, I'm more of a, of a homebody than anybody Really? Imagine. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I do, you know, occasionally like to play golf, ride a bike and do mm-hmm. some other things. But for the most part, I'm at home. I'm working on working around the house, you know, uh, not baking, not baking, <laughs> cooking, you know, gardening, you know, yard, you know, house, you know, building, doing stuff, work on my cars, stuff like that. Nice. So I really, I mean, yeah, I don't, I mean, you know, I mean, I don't really have a, uh, you know, one particular area where I, you know, I'm constantly, other than reading. I mean, I do, I do enjoy that. And I do, you know, like sitting on, on the, on the deck and, you know, and just. And Enjoying a good book. In, That's fantastic. In, inside in the winter. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. really. But, but, right. but other than that, I you know, spend time with my wife enjoying, you know, the outdoors and, and doing stuff. That's it. That's nice. Yeah. I love to read too. It's a gift that was given to me when I was very young. Mm-hmm. I started reading a lot and uh, started off as like a chore. You have to read an hour a day, and uh, I think you're never lonely if you can find a good book. But I, yeah, and I and I and every now and then I'll sprinkle in very rarely a a, a work of uh, a work of uh, fiction. Well, <laughs> you you know, just gotta I, keep I, it fresh. I, you know, but I, you know, <laughs> yeah. mostly mostly biographies. Me and, too. And, me too. And the history side of things and yeah. whatever, and you know, I mean. Yeah. Me nice. too. We had we can we've had conversations before um, on this. I loved the Industrial Revolution and the, the Titans during that time and the the biographies. Just you know, just absolutely fascinating to me. Yeah. Their strategies, or the way that they made decisions, and some of them weren't great for their communities, but it was for their business. You know, yeah. it was it was really fascinating. 
Absolutely. Oh, no, I've always got two or three going at the same time. Do you really? You're one of those <laughs> yeah, that can do more than one? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. No, I'm like all in. My, and... my wife will come in and say, that was, you were reading that yesterday. Did you finish the other one? No, I'm just reading this. I'll go back to that one. Think about yeah, diverse fun. abilities. Holy cow. Know, right? <laughs> Holy moly, I couldn't keep it straight. Yeah, so. Well, this was a, a wonderful opportunity for us. I, I just love hearing from you and learning more well, about you. you. Every time I, I, I hear you speak, it's just fascinating to me. And I'd love to have you back on again sometime. Oh, I'd love you, to do this. Yeah, I, we have know, to. I have to. I love I love this. I right. love doing this stuff. We'll, we'll so. definitely a lot more questions. Yeah, I'm sure. Come up with some more. We can talk about more. There's more to talk about. There's always something to talk about. I also just want to thank you for all your support to the Arcanida Lewis over the years. And um, I, you know, we value the relationship that we have with you. We know you, you are constantly looking out for the nonprofit world for us, for people to develop on disabilities or families. And so I really, I, I truly want to thank you for everything you've done for us. Yeah, well, thank you. And I thank you for what you do for this, uh, for this community and for, you know, for the entire region, really, because it's not just about, you know, I mean, and that's another thing is that's while I serve Oneida County, I mean, it's, mm. it's really about the region. It's really about the entire area that we, you know, that we cross over because right. you know, sure. everybody's you know, boundaries are only on a map. That's right. That's right. And that's so, right. Um, you know, so no, thank you for what you do, the services and, and the creativity. I think, you know, the, mm-hmm. you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, the. Uh, the bakery and, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, uh, but, but the other activities, I mean, the, the, the programs are, are essential and yeah. they're unique yeah. and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, like, you know, I mean, you also have never stopped thinking about what's next. Right. Right. You gotta and keep that's going. That's an important thing. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, I'm humbled to sit with both of you. They're, you're both tireless <laughs> leaders, really. Honestly, this is this is very very nice privilege for me. So thank you very much. Been wonderful. Okay, thank you. Disclaimer, the views, ideas, and opinions expressed in this podcast are only those of the individuals involved and do not reflect the official policy or position of the ARC Oneida Lewis chapter, the ARC New York, or any other agency, organization, employer, or company.